that's what happens when you go long and the, and the organist has to fill the, the space. <laughs> okay. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Now large crowds were traveling with him, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost? to see whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is uh, not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or, what king going out, go, what king going out to wage war against another king will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 uh, to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot, then while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all of your possessions. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise the, the Lord, Lord, the word of light. Okay, be seated, please. Okay. Our, <laughs> our computer problems continue today. Uh, I apologize, uh, and uh, printer problems continue today. As you can see, we're still doing a little, uh, yeah, I don't even want to explain it. It's just, it's a mess. I've worked on this all day today, and still we got, it thinks, uh, it thinks a half a sheet of paper is a full sheet of paper, and that's the way it prints. We're working on it. I'm working on it. I, I'm, I'm on it. So, now, our PowerPoint's down right now, so we've just got a beautiful picture of me back here tonight. So, just, there you go. That's what we've got. We're winging it. I'm sorry? It's beautiful, isn't it? There's a path, your path. There's your path right there. Get it? So I say good afternoon to you. Happy Labor Day weekend. Thank you. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 10. Labor Day in the United States has traditionally been a day to cease from one's labors and rest. God offers a lifetime of rest to all who will cease from their fleshy labors and enter his rest. Easier said than done. So how is this possible? It is very difficult for most of us to give up on all of our so-called good works. I know it was for me. My thinking went something like this. I'm trying as hard as I can, doing all that I can, the best that I can. It may not be the greatest, but I'm giving it all I've got. If all my hard work has only gotten me this far, just think what would happen if I gave up. Why, it would be a disaster, and I would become, a, become passive. Ceasing from our fleshly efforts in order to enter God's rest is actually shifting from a works-oriented approach to a grace-oriented approach to living. Ironically, many people have mistakenly thought that an emphasis on grace, which we talked about last week, everybody remembers what grace is, right? Will lead to a life of passivity. The concern is that a strong emphasis on grace which declares that the responsibility for our lives belongs to Christ and that he will take care of everything for us will cause many to become passive and nothing could be further, farther from the truth. Passivity is not an option. When you truly realize your union with Christ, you are not about to sit back and do nothing. 
Passivity is the last thing on your mind. Once you have discovered what it means to be a new creation in Christ, you are finally ready to do something of eternal consequence. As you begin to realize your true identity in Christ, it actually liberates you to an even greater level of activity. Divine activity, if you will. You are fully equipped for godly living. At last, you're free to do what God has put in your heart to do. Consider the Apostle Paul. Paul, the chief proponent of this truth, was no slouch. In fact, he was one of the most active Christians on biblical record. And here's what he wrote. By the grace of God, I am what I am. I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God. Did you notice Paul said he, he labored much more than everyone else? He's not bragging. Far from it. He's merely making a statement or fact. Yet, in a sense, it is bragging, though not about himself. Who did Paul credit for such fervent activity? Did y'all catch it? Very good. He emphatically stated that it was God who made him who he was and enabled him to do what he did. He described this remarkable phenomenon as the grace of God. And Paul declared that his labors were a result of God and God alone. He was bragging all right on God. The true grace, true grace results in divine activity. The grace of God does not result in passivity. We've discussed that. Paul made it very clear that this life of grace as a new creation is anything but passive. He told the Colossians, I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Paul declared that such a lifestyle is a labor, which involves striving and, and results in work being accomplished. The source of Paul's labor. What was the source of Paul's labor? The energizing source of his dynamic labor was none other than the indwelling Christ. He also asserted that everything he did was a result of God's work in his life. It was Christ who did the work, but he had his chosen to do it and through he has chosen to do it in and through human personalities. That's you, and that's me. We have been granted the marvelous privilege of being co-laborers with Christ. We are the human instruments through whom he has chosen to accomplish his divine purpose. Divine activity is to be the order of the day for those believers who are, li who are living by the grace of God as new creations in Christ. Everybody with me? We talk about Jesus Christ being in us. We talk about him living in us, right? Well, he is. So we have to be working with him. That's what the point is here. We can't just say he's living with us and go off and do our thing. You know, he's there for a reason. On one hand, you don't do anything. Yet, on the other, you do everything. You in your human strength are not to do anything. However, you in the strength of the Lord are now able to do all things. In Philippians 4, chapter, 13, or chapter 4, verse 13, Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This is now your motto. Once a young Christian told me this was her favorite verse. When I asked her why, she answered, It gives me hope and confidence. I'm hopeful that things will be different for me as a Christian. I also have new self-confidence because God has made me a new person in Christ. Therefore, I am confident of what I can do through Christ who is now my strength. May God grant you the same outlook on life. A friend, of, uh, a friend met a young man who said he had been a Christian for a few years. After determining that the young man had truly met the Lord, he began to quiz him about his Christian walk. 
As they became better acquainted, several interesting things emerged. It became evident that the young man's life was stagnant. In fact, he seemed to just be going in circles. To make matters worse, he blamed others for his dilemma. When my friend realized the young man was stuck in a rut, he exclaimed, Man, you're sitting on a gold mine, and you're just letting it go to waste. As a Christian, God has endowed you with a brand new life, and you, you're telling me that you have Christ inside of you, and yet you are not allowing him to live his life through you? That's just not right. It's time for you to get with the program. The same is true for you. If you feel as though your life is going nowhere, then it's time to get with the program. The transforming truth of the new creation made it possible for the Apostle Paul to do God's work. Likewise, you must be about your father's business. May this Labor Day be the beginning of a lifetime of resting in the Lord. As you do, you will find his grace sufficient for all of your labors. And you can rest assured that your labors will never be in vain in the Lord. Amen indeed. Look, it's very simple. Like I said, he's in you. He's there. Are you ignoring him? If you feel like you're going in circles, if you feel like you're wasting your time, if you feel like you're bored, if you feel like your life is going somewhere it doesn't need to be going, if you are not where you need to be, get, it's, it's you. Get with the program. He's there. He's there to give you the courage. He's there to hold you, hold you up. He's there to, you know, to do whatever you want him to do. He's there to help you. You're his co-pilot, if you will. But let him run things. Absolutely, Gavin. We always, we always wish that the Lord will guide us and lead us and lift us up. And I'll say very quickly, Father, we have, Father in heaven, we ask that you, especially for Gavin here, because he's really, really, really wanting this one. Look, we need your help. We aren't the smartest bunch in the book, and you know that. But we're trying. And with, with your son dwelling in us, we know that we can do anything. We just ask that you maybe nudge us in the right direction a little bit sometimes and help us to make the decisions that will make our lives what you want them to be. Your will be done, Father. Amen. Okay. It is time. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service. The announcements. The announcements. And guess what? It's not going to be on the screen behind us. We're still having... PowerPoint problem. So you just look at my lovely face back there. And your path. There it is. Right there. Yeah, we do have a podcast. Did you know we had a podcast? We have a podcast? We do. We have a podcast. If you haven't checked out our podcast, please go check it out, folks. Um, it's different hearing the podcast than it is being here than watching it on YouTube. It's just different. It's, it's I, I always catch something different. Now, I'm not going to go into all the, the places that we have it uh, offered now because I can't pull them up right now. And I don't want to mess them up. So, But you can do this. The easiest thing to do to get our podcast, go to your favorite web browser and type in Your Path with Bishop Mark. Just search for Your Path with Bishop Mark. You'll find us. We're right there. If you have Siri, I, mean, I have Alexa rather. Alexa, you can say, hey Alexa, or Alexa, play Your Path. Play Your Path. That's it. You don't have to say Bishop Mark or say anything. Just play Your Path. And she'll play that for you, okay? Alexa, play Your Path. That's correct. Alexa, Alexa play, your, play path. your path. It works great. It does. It really does. In fact, uh, we said that now. It's probably going to be saying in some people's houses as they listen to this, right. and they'll probably say it. Probably say it's your probably play your path. Okay. There's also several apps out there you can check on uh, the the app stores or the what is it called on Google on the uh, Android phones. Play Store. The Play Store thing on on, the, on on that thing over there. 
Anyway, check on your shores and, and where they where you're off your apps and whatnot, and you can you can see the, the we're on all of them. So just you, you'll find us. Okay, check out the podcast. Really serious. Check it out. Now you know you can make a difference. We are a church of all volunteers. None of us here take a salary. Just so you know that. Not even me. Uh, we rely on the uh, tides that we get from our congregants here, and we also rely on donations from supporters. And those supporters are the ones who support us in our strive to get the message out about this all-inclusive, all-loving God who is just, just you know, wanting all of us to be with him. That's the only way I can put that. He, he's, he's trying to grab us all back and say, look, I love you. Where are you going? You know, come on. And seriously, I mean, that's the only way I can envision that. Uh, and people don't realize that they run from him. They run. Why? Because they're scared. Because they've been told the wrong thing about him. They don't know who he is. He's not there to hurt you. He's there to help you. He already does love you. He, that's why we have love. Because of him. Right? Now, if you accept that love for yourself, what do you do with it? Give it to everybody else. Keep doing it. Okay. It's, like, it's just like you taught us. Like, when someone doesn't have enough love for themselves... Let them borrow a little of yours. That's correct. Always. Always do that. But you know what? You do that. The reason why I say that, Gavin, and just to be a little more specific about that, look, Love, love comes from God. Okay, that's how we first can get love for ourselves. Sometimes people don't have that connection with God. Okay, and it happens, you know, for many, many reasons. Um, and sometimes it takes a touch of a, a common friend or a common uh, entity, even you know, another human being, to say, "Look, I have some of this. Let me offer some of it to you. Try it out. See if you like it." So when I say that, you can't. They don't have enough love for themselves. Give a little bit of yours. Do it. it. It it works and it grows and it comes back to you. Okay. So back to what I was saying. We rely on your donations to get that message right there out to the world, and it needs to get out there because there's just too many people out there that don't know. Hey, here it is. So, <laughs> okay. All you gotta do is go to DallasRealty.com. It's our website, DallasRealty.com, and there's a place on there for donating. It is secure. It's a, it's a great place to do it. It's tax, we are tax deductible. It's 501c3. Okay, uh, please, if you can, go donate to DallasRealCity.com uh, and help us keep going here. Okay, all right. Now, a lot of people come to me and say, "Yo, Bishop, I don't have any money. I I, I, I want. I love the church. I want to get the church. And if these children don't stop it, I'm going to throw them out." Okay. <laughs> uh, he hit me first. No, he hit me first. No, he hit me first. Okay. Uh huh. Here we go. Look, I don't have any money. I, and I don't, I don't have any money either, but you can do what I do, and, I, and that's volunteer for the church. It's a great way to, to pay your tithes here at the church. It is a great way to pay your tithes at the church. You better watch your tongue. Sorry. <laughs> great way to pay your tithes at the church is also a great way to get to know your fellow congregants and to get involved with the church. Volunteering here, there's never enough time in the day to get everything done. Okay? Please go to DallasULC.com. Check out the volunteer page there. We have some of the listings there of the offers of the uh, positions we have available for, for uh I'm sorry. It's, I know it's getting long, Tim. I, I apologize. Some of the positions we have available for um, uh, for volunteers. If you don't see something you like, they're coming anyway. Call us anyway. Come on by. We, we've got plenty of work to do. There's always something to do here at the church. Okay? Please. We could use your help. Okay. Let's see where I'm going next with this. First, okay, let me go to this announcement. You're going to like this one. Tomorrow is what? Labor Day. Okay. It's Monday. Labor Day. Now, Normally, uh, we have a bishop's uh, uh, barbecue in G July for July Fourth, around July Fourth weekend, right? 
unfortunately, it didn't happen this year. Um, finances were a little tight. You know, it just wasn't working out. Things just happened, okay? It just didn't happen this year. So I decided, to, hey, you know what? We deserve one. So tomorrow, um, we will have the Labor Day Bishop's Barbecue. Okay. Uh, I don't think Dan's worked on the grill yet, but hopefully he will before that time. <clears throat> Otherwise, we're going to be, you know, building a campfire out here because we got a lot of food to cook. A lot of hamburger meat in there and some sausage and things like that. So we don't want me to forget. Don't, y'all don't want me to forget. Please don't want me to forget. We've got to take this out of the freezer tonight. So we could start thawing out, start thawing out. Okay. So tomorrow, at, at between 2 and 3, roughly, 2 and 3, about 2 o'clock, we'll start, you know, just arriving, whatever. If you'd like to bring anything, you may. You know, we could always use some drinks. Uh, we've got plenty of food and things. Drinks are going to be the things going to be the, uh, probably the most we need. Okay. If you want to bring something, you can. I'm not, I'm not asking you to. We'll order some tonight. I'm not asking you to, but it's, it's, if you'd like to, it, that always helps out, okay? So please, tomorrow between 2 and 3, we'll arrive and we'll have some cookout. And it's going to be, plan to stay a little while. There's plenty of food, plan to stay a little while, enjoy enjoy some time with your congregants and with your friends and, and learn and, and talk to each other and, and, and have some fellowship, guys. Rest. I mean it. Tomorrow is a day of rest. Okay. What else do I got here? Um... Hmm? Volunteer. You know, you can make. I said that. You're volunteering. We went through the volunteering. Is there anything else? What am I missing? What am I missing here? I got to think about it. So we don't have the, we don't have the PowerPoint right now, so it's hard for me to. Alzheimer's. Well, oh, yeah, oh, that's right, guys. That's right. Coming up. Uh, that's right. I've got. I actually put. Uh, I think I put something in here. I did. I put it in the in the in the, in the program here. That one's upside down now. Uh, coming up on what's the date? Do you know the date for the Alzheimer's where the Alzheimer's walk is? Do you know what it is, Gavin? And you signed up for it. You both signed up for it, right? I, did. I, I, I believe it's in, uh, what is it, October? No, I don't think so. The actual date. If you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. The actual, thank you, Aunt Patsy. The actual date is November the 5th. November the 5th. Saturday, November the 5th is the Walk to Adults Covers this year. Okay, at City Hall. Dallas City Hall. Okay. Please do your fundraising. Get on it, guys. I know you're not doing it yet. Get on it. Get something in your pockets. Get something for this cause, please. That's why we're here. I, like I said, I appreciate you coming out and, and, and supporting us all these years. This will be our seventh year going to this. Hopefully our last. Yes. Okay. But we need you Wait, to... Hopefully our last. Absolutely. Once there's a cure, once there's a cure, we don't do this anymore. Once there's a cure, we don't do this anymore. And I long for that day because this, this disease is ruthless. Evil. Yes. Nobody should have to go through that kind of crap. Sorry. For a second, me. Just remember that. I want you to remember... I, I know you, we've all been touched by Alzheimer's, okay? But I've told you some stories about my grandmother, okay? And about how this woman was just cut off at the knees. And, 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 and you know, she was healthy. Her, she lived 10 days without food or water before she died. That's, could you do that? I don't think I could. That's at 93 years old. And I miss her a lot. And, I, and she could still be here being a grandmother, you know, yelling at me. Doing all that fun stuff. I miss hearing my mom and my grandmother yell at me. I do. I have to tell you that. Don't take that for granted, people. You know, that's love. When they're yelling at you, usually it's out of love. Otherwise, why would they waste their breath? How many times do I say that about myself to you guys? All right. Look, the Alzheimer's. Okay, please go sign up. Here's I'm going to give it to you again. Anybody that wants out there in podcast land or YouTube land or wherever you are, out there, Watching us, here it goes. The, um, here it goes. The, I'm going to find it again. <laughs> Everything's so small, printing, it's just hard to see it anyway. But I gotta, what do I do with it? There it is. 
nice big purple spot there. Okay. The website to go to is http colon forward slash forward slash www.actact.alz.org slash go to slash Dallas ULC. It's really not that hard. I know it seems like a lot there, but it's not. www.act.alz.org actalzheimers.org actalz.org slash go to slash Dallas ULC. Okay? What's the name of our, our uh, group there? Anybody know it? Anybody know the whole name of our group? We have the longest name of any other group Dallas. in all, in, not in Dallas, in the world for, for Alzheimer's Walkers. We are the longest in the world. We are the Dallas Universal Life Church Crusaders, sponsored by Cool McCool Domain Services. Oh, there we go. It's all, all the shirts I gave you all and things like that, it all says it on there too. All the posters all says it. That's who we are. the longest name on any shirt. Probably, yes, exactly. Of course, of course. Okay, yeah, it's important. It's a, it's a good one to do. And, and you know, we do have a lot of fun when we go. And I, if, you ha- if you haven't signed up, please sign up and come join us. It's fun. It is a lot of fun, but you know what? We're there for a reason. This is the kind of fun that I like. You know, because you're not wasting it. You're not just mindlessly you know, running brain cells somewhere. You're doing something, and you're, ta- you're, you're doing something with your energy that's good for the world, and you're enjoying it. How can that go wrong? I mean, come on, folks. I mean, look, there's a lot of times we do things that are fun, but... You know, it didn't really do much for the world, right? Right. This is a good one. This is a good yeah. one. So please help us out. Okay. What else we got? Let me think. I know there's got to be something else in there. Okay. Announcements. We've done that. We've done the announcements. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. Let me tell you guys this. Okay. Not this weekend. Not this coming up weekend. Next weekend. But the weekend after, I am going to be out of town for the weekend. So here's the deal. Y'all are going to do service on Sunday. What we're going to do, is that the, is that the third Sunday of the month? Or is it the fourth? Okay, that'll be the third Sunday of the month. So what we'll do, I'll try and get back here as soon as I can, but I'm probably not going to make it back before service, okay? So what we'll do is I will um, either take a video of, of me concentrating the, the bread and wine with you, and you can, re- you can do that with me, and then y'all can go ahead and distribute it. Okay, which is no big deal. That's fine. Just be very reverent with it and understand. You know the, you know the rules. You know how to do things. Okay? Huh? And y'all are going to do the program. Y'all better start on it now. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Y'all better start on it now. 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 Hold on a second. Which one of y'all is going to do the sermon? That's a good question. Because I'm not going to do it. Should we both have one? Oh, yeah. We can both. We can both. I think that would be a good idea. Gavin, I want you to deliver the sermon. You got it. Because you owe me one. Tim. Right. But I think. Jim, Jim, Jim did this already. Yes, he did. I'm not trying to cut hard work absolutely of course but Gavin you owe me one you've owed me this for a while I want it you're next you're next watch out all right that's all the answers I can think of uh, since the PowerPoints are working on we're going to work on that again we've got to get some new computers I mean, look if anybody out there in in the world wants to help this church we really need another 
Macintosh to help with our videos, and we really need another PC to help with our PowerPoints and things like that. We're just, these are too old. They're, we're just, they can't handle the work we're trying to put into them. And, and we, we want to get this message out the best we can. Doing this like this is not it. We can get that, you know, we, we, we try, and it's the best we can do right now, but look, we, we can do better. And we just need a little help from, from the outside world maybe to help us get some, some better equipment. We would really appreciate it. Um, and we pray that God helps us with that. Okay, we are going to do a quick round table today, guys. Okay, there's not going to be a countdown. Uh, yeah, there is. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll get the countdown for us. Right, I'll put a countdown on. So let's go ahead and rise to our dismissal and take a little break, a little 10-minute intermission, okay? And then grab your little snack if you need to, grab something to drink, go to the bathroom, smoke your cigarette, okay, outside the patio. Then get back in here, please, in time to start, okay? Of course. All right. This is Your Path with Bishop Marr from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. What is your life? What is your not life? What do you want to keep? What do you want to get rid of? Okay, before we even start with that. Uh, yes, it was a hard day. We had problems with, uh, from the very beginning, with the printer, with the programs, with the, 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 with the uh, rather the, the, the PowerPoint. But you know what? Look. They've been doing this for thousands of years without that crap. And right. we can do it too. It's just a little awkward for us because it takes a little more time. It's just, you've got to be patient with us. It takes a little more time to do it. Okay, so I'm sorry about that. Right. So, what are we talking about today? Tell me, let's hope. This is y'all's time. So let's talk about it. <coughs> Labor Day. Yeah. When you think about Labor, I want you to look, grab the program there, Gavin. And I want you to look at the, at the, the name of the sermon today. And I want you to look at it and see if there's anything special about maybe the way it's written. Oh my god. I'm going to go over here for a minute. Why are you going over there? You're exaggerating. I'm not exaggerating. That's nauseating. Every you know what's doing with me? It's <laughs> nauseating. It's nauseating. It's, it's bad. Tell me about my shoes. Then what is it? Is yeah. it your butt? I mean, no. something stinks. Let's be back. It smells like dirty feet. Okay. Gavin, do you want to see anything special about What the hell? He's, he's working on the grill so we can have a barbecue tomorrow. Oh, okay. It's tomorrow. It's Labor Day. Come on, Gavin. You can look at that. I like that says, Come to me, all of you. Labor and... No, Gavin, stop. We're going to ask you. How it's written? The title of the sermon. Oh, sorry. Now, this is the whole thing I say. All important. I'll waste my breath over if you have need. Amen. The title is Labor Day for the Rest of Your Life. Okay. Look at the way it's written. Is there anything special about the way it's written? Yes, Labor Day and Rest. <coughs> what about it? What about it? What's different? It's all in caps. Very good. Why? Important. Because it's important. To well, if you look at it, it, it is important. But if you look at it, you see. Okay, so Labor Day and rest are the things that are in 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 the capitals. What does that tell you? They have a balance. Mm -hmm. Rest. Yes. Because most of us on Labor Day, you don't think about it. You think about oh, go to the lake. You think about uh, going to the ball. You think about going to do whatever you do on Labor Day. You don't think about resting. 
Usually we go home and go to a lot of people, you know, in the twenties and thirties they go to get back to work on Tuesday with a hangover. Right? Right. That's not resting. Labor Day is a day for rest, for the laborers to rest. That's what it's for. We need to make a conscious effort to rest. Why? Because rest is very important for the body, the mind, and the soul. Why don't we have a Sabbath? What is the Sabbath? What is the Sabbath? What is it? It's our day to rest and turn to worship God. It's our day to worship God every day. Well, that's one of the it's one of the things for. The Sabbath, what is it really? I mean, yes, we worship God every day, so that's 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 true. What else? Rest is that big important part. Okay? God rested on the seventh day. We are made in God's image. Okay. If you don't rest, we talk about this about stress, and we talk about things we you know push down and we keep our those emotions and things like that. If you don't rest, if you're just going ninety to nothing all the time, which a lot of us do. Mm-hmm. We do. I know I do. I, I overdo it. I, I do. And my body tells me when I overdo it, right? Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Because you're supposed to overdo it that much. But you got, this rest has to have it. If you want to live a halfway decent life, if you want to live to a halfway decent age, and not have a heart attack at age 40 or 45 or 50, Amen. you've got to rest. It seems selfish at times. And sometimes I feel like I'm being selfish, right? Take my time and close off everybody and just, I need to rest today, guys. I need to rest. And people understand that. They, What's wrong with you? No, no, no. I'm resting. It's, you know, my Sabbath, I take on Monday. I always right. think, I, I try not, I really try. You okay, Tim? I really try yeah. not to. I try to make sure because you, you, you weren't with me for a second. I, you, you got a deep thought or something. <laughs> Listen, I, I try not to do any work on Monday. Like, especially, you know, I don't look at the videos. I don't time to start putting them together. I try to just to take my sleep in, you know, Maybe you turn the TV on, which I hardly ever do anymore, which is so strange for me, because I used to sleep with the TV on 24-7 day. 24-7, always. The TV was always on. Do you remember that? Yeah. I remember, you remember, I always had the TV on. I don't do it. I don't do it anymore. I hardly ever have it on now. I can't the cable. <laughs> <laughs> I save more money. Don't go that far. Right. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm looking at some other options. I, I, think, right. I think the streaming <laughs> options, the streaming <laughs> options, they would be either cheaper than what I'm paying now. I think what I'm paying now is too much for what I'm getting. Honestly. So, what, let's talk about the sermon a little bit. Did you, you remember what I talked about? Do you remember any of it? Talk to me. Uh, passivity and... Uh, passivity. What is passivity? Passivity is uh, going about living a passive life or living kind of in a passive way to where... And what's, what, what's wrong with being passive? What's wrong with that? Being, being too passive is weakness. Well, it can be viewed as weakness. It can be viewed as weakness. It can be. But sometimes we can also be passive aggressive, which is essentially um, being a, indirectly being aggressive. Agree, but we're not we're talking about that right now. Right. Yes, we can. And I hate that. Because I do it all the time, too. Yeah. It's not a good way to be. You're not being direct. You're being. Indirect and rude. Well, you just want to see it's okay. Okay. Uh-huh. He's in the lolly line. He don't think he'd wake up. All right. Okay, listen. Um, it's passivity. Passive. Being passive. Here's the deal. You want to... Jesus Christ is living in all in each one of you. He's, he's inside you. He's here with your soul. Okay? We as Christians want to turn our lives, our beings, everything about us over to his control. Guys, it, it, it's almost like this. And you guys, you guys know about these things. 
like slaves and masters and things like that in the, in the bondage and BDSM world out there, you know, that kind of crazy stuff. Treats their own. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about it. I'm just saying, look, it's kind of like that. Right. He is our master. We're not slaves. I don't think he ever called us that or ever treated us that way. No. Okay? But he is our master. And we should submit. We should. But you don't have to be passive duty because being a Christian means you're using these. You're using this. Mm-hmm. You're getting out there. You're using this. And you're doing something with it. Right? Because when we talk about action, action speaks a lot of words. You, you doing, talking about it and sitting on your rock is not doing a damn thing. No, it's not. You'll still have people in the church. I, I, th- I thought I, d- I thought about it honestly. Don't think it's not action. Thinking is not action. Get the legs moving. Get the mouth moving. That's Start nice. talking about the church. Start talking about your experience. Yeah. I'm ready to move on to the next level, guys. I don't know if y'all are. Are y'all ready? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to bring some more people in and, and, and spread this message. I'm ready to teach, right. and, and I'm ready for y'all to teach too, because y'all y'all got it. Y'all been here with me for, so much, for over six years now. Yeah. Six and a half years. It's time to start expanding. Right. Five years ago was time. Right. So, passivity. We're not to be passive. We want to be sitting there saying, okay, God, he killed me. Right. It's not what you're doing. I know that's what yes, I'm he's saying. going to take care of us. Huh? But we're going to help, help him take care of us. We're going to do what he wants us to do, wants him to do. We're going to do those things. Right. Oh, yeah. So, now, what else? Ken, what else? Come Don't tell me something else about the sermon. Anybody? Being passive um, is, uh, it can be, okay, I guess, but you are. I'm listening, go ahead. Uh, Talk to me. On this time, I would love to try the shower. Gavin. I don't smell. I don't smell. Gavin, let's just get through this, because you know what? We have, we've all been, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know who it is at this point, okay? We've all been in that situation. We've had that happen to us, okay? And it's embarrassing enough. Okay, yeah. we're going to get through this. Right. Period. Let's get through it. Alright. Okay. Talk to me about this sermon, Gavin. Uh, one thing that... You have no idea what you're going to talk about, do you? I have no clue. I, so. I got you. I've got you so figured out that, that when you get those long vowels and that's and that's... I know what you're doing. Yeah. It's like him when he stutters. It's like him when he stutters. When he stutters, he's trying to think of something to say. You You know what? You get quiet. That scares me because he gets quiet and he starts thinking. Then when he talks, he's all just gibberish and mumble. You mumble. And that drives me crazy. <laughs> and, you know, my, I'm be honest with you guys. I've prided myself on my hearing all my life. I, I, I used to be able to say, I could hear the grass growing. And I could. I mean, I have very, very good hearing. Yeah. Last year or so, um, I, I've, I've had quite a decline in my hearing. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm having a little issue with, with hearing things at times. And his way he mumbles makes it a hundred times worse. So I'm like, what? <laughs> what did you say? And then he doesn't repeat it. He says, like, he gets pissed off on the ass. I couldn't hear him. I'm saying, I'm sorry. What's his name? Will does that. Will's very, very, very yeah. soft-spoken. And I think even if my ears were completely good, I wouldn't understand what he was saying. We don't want to be that way. That's a little bit passive if we're talking right. about Christianity. We've got to speak up, guys. Look, <coughs> we are this much. Our entire life is this much in the timeline of the world. True. You ain't got much time to make a difference. Just make it count. That make it count. Do something. Get off your butts. Quit being self-serving and serve others. Amen. I did. 
Guys, I know you think that like, this is all great and wonderful. I have a wonderful house here, and I do. And I'm very grateful for what I have. I'm very grateful for what I have. I did work for a lot of it. So let me just give it to you. My father did help me a bunch on this. Thank, thank God. But listen, I don't have to have y'all here. Sure. I can have this place all beautiful, brand new leather furniture. Have yeah. painted and gorgeous, and, and, and be fireplace going, and just fish tanks everywhere, and just beautiful, and have my little oasis all the way through. I've got a little bit of room back there where I do that, and my, my kind of, you know, decompress and be away from everything. But I can do my whole place that way, right? Yeah. I can invite over who I want to, when I want to, and I have the answer door if I, if I want to. Right. We're a church. I answer doors as much as I can here. Right. I wouldn't change where I am for the world. Don't get that idea. I, I love where I do. Period. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's where you're supposed to be. But, you need those feet moving. Guys, I've seen you. I've seen you talk about it. I've seen you get passionate about it. I've seen you here. I've seen you do it. Believe me, there's other people out there that can feel that passion. And if you talk about I'm not telling you to be a Bible thumper. I'm not saying that at all. Because that doesn't work a lot of times. It just it turns them off. Yeah. But you can't tell them about what's, what's, what's happening here. What's, what's going on. There are miracles happen in this, in this room right here. There are miracles that happen all the time. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm preaching. This is not my time to preach, but I, sometimes I'll get so quiet I have to do this. Listen, Help me out. Help. You know, you know, you're going to say something, though. My, my horoscope, which, you know, some people are getting, don't like people looking at horoscopes. A lot of Christians get kind of mad about that. Right. It's just, it's just it's no big deal, okay? Look, my horoscope today said, one of the things that I laughed when I saw it, it said, try not to preach. <laughs> On Sunday, it tells me, try not, you know, it wanted me to, it wanted me to guide and to instruct, but not to preach at, I think that's what they were trying to say. Don't be, you know, preaching. I'm trying not to. There's times I have to. Okay. I want to a little more about this sermon, because it says not to be passive, right? Not to be passive, but then what? Who did Paul Paul was he's probably one of the you know he's one of the apostles he was just he did and did and did and did and he was just gone, gone, gone. But he said it's because of Christ he was able to because of God. He didn't take any credit for it. Right. He was bragging right. for God, right? Right. That's what it is. We don't exist without Jesus Christ, God, and the Holy Spirit. We don't exist. We don't exist here. Yeah. Right. Hello, guys. We don't exist without those people, without those entities in our life, without God in our life. If you don't, if you do not worship those, listen to me. If you do not worship and serve God, you're making a big mistake. Why? Because God is the only reason that we're here. He's our creator. What does that mean by that? What does that mean? It means My mom and dad put me here. They, they had me. They're the reason I'm here, right? Yeah, but without God, they wouldn't be here. Really? That's Their right. parents had them. Yeah, but without God, their parents wouldn't have them. Explain to me that. I don't understand. That means that we're... He's our creator. It means that... So what did he do? He went and he was in bedroom with them and they had sex and they had and created us? Well, what happened? Now, like... Guys, you've got to talk about things like this. You've got to be able to answer these questions. Because you know what? People are going to ask them. Mm -hmm. True that. They're going to try and make you stumble. 
Yeah. I, I, I see y'all do I'm sorry. Too, I, mean, no, sorry I see y'all do it to me sometimes, too. Y'all try and slip me up. And you know what? I love it, because that's when I'm at my best. we got to keep you on feet. Listen, <laughs> I know this stuff. Yeah. I can talk to you about ministry and God and the Bible and spirituality all day long. But I don't, because I'm trying to show you how to live it. Y'all call me a hermit. Y'all call me and you know, say, I, I don't want to leave the house. Well, it's, you're wrong about that, first of all. You know, I'm here 24 7, you don't know when I, when, when I go over here. And you're up for the reasons that I stay here with the, way, the reason I do over here. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I stay here. It works. Yes. But it's almost a fear of mine that somebody is going to need what I can offer them here. Yeah. And I'm not going to be here. And I can't let that, I can't, you know, I can't let my wife and nephew. I can't, yeah, I can't you know, then, yeah. But it bothers me. And I know that there's people out there that, so that's one of the reasons I'm so big about, look, we've got to get, we've got to get some place where we can put, you know, a phone in and a receptionist yeah. and, and they can answer the calls when we can hit my beeper. Awesome. Right? You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> You're my age there. Oh, look. Labor Day. Labor Day of rest. I'm just kind of going to go for anything else I want to talk about real quick. Yeah, I like, you know what I like about this? This is the part here that said, you know, his story here. I'm just going to read the story again one more time for you. I want to hear it. A friend met a young man who said he had been a Christian for a few years. Now, to determine that the young man had truly met the Lord, he began to quiz him about his Christian walk. And as they began, uh, became quite better acquainted, several interesting things emerged. It became evident that the young man's life was stagnant. We talked about that word, stagnant. Not good. In fact, he seemed to just be going in circles. To make matters worse, he blamed others for his dilemma. When my friend realized the young man was stuck in a rut, <coughs> what does that mean, stuck in a rut? It means you're not going anywhere. It means that. Where's, where's, where's a rut? A rut is basically yeah, yeah. Not, not just stagnant, but it's also whenever you hit a ball and you can find no other way out. Like and a then you're A rut <laughs> is like, a, yeah. think about, okay, think about a muddy field and a car going through with their tires. Right. That, where those tires are, that's a rut. That's what a rut is. And you get stuck in there because it's all muddy and nasty water and you can't get out. It's like quicksand, right? That's where you're stuck. That's a rut. So stuck in a rut is like you visualize that means your ass stuck in that damn mud, right? You can't move, right? Okay. So uh, he seemed okay. So uh, stuck in a rut. He exclaimed, "Man, you're sitting on a gold mine, and you're just letting it go to waste. As a Christian, God has endowed you with a brand new life. Are you telling me that you have Christ inside of you, and you are not allowing Him to live His life through you?" That's just not right. It's time for you to get with the program. What does that mean, with the program? That's part of it. To apply some of the things that, one, that's the getting with the program goes with the very same message that God gives us. He says, may God grant me the knowledge. As where can you get that knowledge? Where, you, where, where can you get that knowledge? You've got to work with that knowledge too. Like, what's just something God's going to give it to you? I know. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> It's on Gabriel now. Well, that's the primary difference. The difference between knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is, is the acquisition of that knowledge, the getting that knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to apply it. And so that's really? how the, 
Yes. Where did you get those definitions, Gavin? <laughs> uh, Don. The book? You can follow you? No. Can you give me a definition of wisdom, please? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to knock you down. Wow. Yeah. I, I question your... Definition of wisdom. You're so, you are so... No. Definition of wisdom. Assertive with things. And I like that. Thank you. And, and, and I think things that I used to do. Hold on a second. I used to, you know, I didn't know. There'd be something called... And you've got more voice. I mean, more voice is what I'm saying. I make sure people think, know that I know what I'm saying, and this is it, and that's that. I'm not saying that that's the case right here. I'm just saying, look. look you sure. have and if it's, if it's wrong, it's wrong. So what? We're right. holding it against you. You're a human being, too. Right. You're at least trying. As hell. I fake it till I make it a while. I still do it times. I have to fake it till I make it. We gotta do it sometimes, guys. You gotta do it sometimes. All right. So we did. So come up with that definition. Yes. Would you mind turn that down just a little bit? Please. That Godzilla over there driving on me crazy. Wisdom, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, quality of being wise. Okay, that was wisdom. Say it one more time. Can you not enunciate for me this time, okay? Please. The quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. Okay. Now, can you can one more for me? Can you look up? What was the other one? Knowledge. Was it knowledge? Yes. Let's look up knowledge, please. Isn't it amazing? You know, when I was growing up, never, nothing like this ever would cross my mind that we could do that. We had encyclopedia channels on the wall. Exactly. I'm not sorry. That's what we had. The dictionary. That was it. We had three channels. We had to look up everything. The dictionary. Guys, I had Max go. We had to look at to drive anywhere. You know, a big book. Knowledge. Yeah, I remember that. Knowledge. 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 Facts, information, and skills required by a person to experience his education and theoretical practical understanding of a subject. Okay. Now, if you do not have knowledge, you know the subject back up to the forward. Wisdom and knowledge go hand in hand. You know what you're talking about. You're right. You're right about that. They do. They never be more. They're very similar. Where do you go to get out of one? God, I'll do a the zombie door there. I thought we were having a miracle. <laughs> I was about to get ready to fight. Where else did you go, Gavin? Because you know what? How many definitions do God tell you to your face right now? Every single one of them. How? Because he is the original. He's the creator of knowledge and he's also the creator of wisdom. Where was he doing it? Let me see. Let me see. Marcus? Who's that? Chip Connor. They're the ones that gave you the definition, right? Nope. Yeah, they did. No, they did. They read it out to you. Oh, yeah, they did. No, that was the internet. They read out the definition to you. For they the read, internet. They read, <laughs> the, they read the definition. I know what you mean. Correct. Yes, huh? they did. Doing things like that, you know, you don't have to you just said silence. You did not say anything when they knew something. Right? Truth. Truth, truth. So, when you get that knowledge, you start to earn that knowledge, learn that knowledge, you get these things that, that help you on your path. Things that help you stay on your path, help you stay on the right where you're supposed to be going, right? Mm-hmm. You can share those experiences. Because holding it in yeah. is a sin. And, and, uh, I do like that. Holding it in is a sin on so many levels. Mm-hmm. That's a new one, guys. There we go. Epiphany right there. I like that. You got that, Don? Mm-hmm. Holding it in is a sin. I like that. <laughs> guys, you got to, you got, look, I, again, I'm just going back to the same thing again here. We talk about the wisdom and the knowledge. You get that wisdom and that knowledge from, from all of us. You get that wisdom and that knowledge from life. You get that wisdom and that knowledge from being hurt, from loving, from hating, 
from, from having joy, from having death, from having life. You get that's where you get the wisdom and the knowledge from. That's why I think it's so important that, and I'm not saying this because I'm becoming elderly here. I mean, Don's got me by 20 or 30 years, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen. I think you just look. The, we are a culture that does not revere our elderly, and that's a huge mistake. The Chinese, the Oriental, the Chinese, they, they are put on a pedestal. Why? Because they've been through it. Why? I mean, look, we all are going to live a certain amount of time. We're all going to have experiences. We're all going to have experiences that we have in those times. It's got to happen. You're going to have those experiences so you've got knowledge of those experiences. If I'm 10 years old, I don't have knowledge of those. Why don't I go to the person that tells me and I can maybe learn not to make the same mistakes. Maybe learn not to, maybe a better way to do it, right? Why don't we do that? Slavery is a great day to do that. When you sitting down, you know, you sitting sitting down watching the football game or whatever. It's football games, Slavery Day that they do on Slavery Day. Football games or basketball games. You're just sleep on the chair. I think football. I think you just watch TV, go sleep. It's always good things. He needs some rest. Sit with the family and talk with your dad or your mom or your uncle or your grandparents. Look, there's a reason we say. There's a reason we say you should respect your elderly. Respect the elderly. You should, you know. You're, you need to be more respectful of that because they had the experience. They had. They earned that respect. They've been through life. Just going through life alone is enough to earn that respect. You guys should know that by now. Because when we look at guys who are in us, and we go, you have no idea. You have no clue. And they don't. And sometimes they never do. Sometimes they never do. Every we talk about even like the the, 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 the human rights movement we've done. The things we've done in, in my lifetime versus your lifetime have been very different. And to, for you to remember, see, I remember I spoke to the people from that generation ahead of me. What they went through it was much harder than what I went through. But by talking to them and having that experience now within me that I know about it yeah. and sharing again that experience with you, it passes it down and keeps it going. And then your history, your, you understand why it was so important. Because if you're just talking about way down the line, we're talking about, oh, we, we've had a parade at Fair Park. <clears throat> Y'all don't realize what it took to get there. It was, that, it, that is unbelievable. I never thought I'd see that in my lifetime. And some people are just like nonchalant about it. Okay, we have a fair of our park, so what? Guys, there were six gay flags hanging in front of the cotton bowl. Hallelujah. Is that, I mean, if you don't get that, I, I don't, I mean, look, that was huge. Right. That's a big... You know, not Oklahoma, there's gay flags everywhere, right? You can do that. We can get dragged through the street. We can do that. We can do that everywhere in Oklahoma. That's our little safety zone. I don't put the gay flags up out there. Do our thing, right? Standing out proud, standing out proud, living out proud like it was the the thing for the proprietary this year, was going to Fair Park. Right. And letting ourselves be seen as living out proud. I don't talk about rest. My mind's always going, though. I'm always trying to find something. I want to make a difference. And it's not about even with, I don't care about the legacy. It's not what I care about. I don't care if my name goes on with it. Be nice if it did. I'm a little narcissistic in that way, of course. You have to be a pastor, I think. I really do. I think you have to be. What I'm talking about is, I genuinely like to make an impact on this world and on this race and on these. On, on this universe. I genuinely want to be somebody that, I don't care if they know who did it, but somebody did it. Yeah. It's about me, a man, a man and a woman for others, okay? All right.
That's not today. Listen. Uh, barbecue tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Between 2 and 3. Please come. And hope we have a grill going well. It's for time. We're working right out there. Let's, let's go ahead and close up the prayer. Do not close hands, please. Let's just circle up. Stand up, please. And just uh, stand up. There we go. Guys, please continue to practice social distancing. Please continue when we're in the church. Please wear your masks, okay? We'll do that until, until this rain goes away, until the red alert goes away. We'll do that. We've got the monkeypox. We've got these. I didn't talk about that today a lot in, this, in the, in the uh, that's what I missed. That's the announcements I missed, okay? Mm-hmm. Wash your hands. Soap, water. 20 seconds. Dry them and use hand sanitizer as you can. They're now in this, in this house. If you notice, there are new signs that give you those directions exactly. So don't forget them, please. Okay, let's pray. Father in heaven, what a gift we have. The gift of rest tomorrow. So many people in this world do not get. Thank you. Thank you for that gift. And thank you for today, for our friends, for our family, for our congregation here, who we have become. Um, help us this week to spread this message. Help us this week to grow. Help us this week to become your mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You do your work for others. We ask all of this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Do two and three guys. Come and eat. I need some help, so please, I need some help doing that. Turn that fan on, please.